Welcome to the People of Packaging podcast, where we introduce people to the world of packaging and the people of packaging to the world. Here are your hosts, Adam Peek and Ted Tate. All right, you are going to love this interview. Finally, I got to do with Corey Connors from Aurora Landsberg. He is uh, taking over the packaging TikTok world. Uh, He's got, you can see on the screen if you're watching this, he's got over 1 million likes on his videos, 50,000 followers. You need to go connect up with him at Corey Gated. Corey and I have become friends in the packaging industry. Uh, we host a clubhouse room together with our friend Avelio Matos, and it's just been awesome to get to meet other people who are making moves in the packaging industry. So I'm super excited to have Corey on. Before we get to his interview, please help support the podcast and help support your own brand, your own job. Go to peopleofpackaging.com and get your free ebook from our season three sponsor, Doxalent. Also, Corey has been a contributor to the Packaging Tips newsletter. So go to www.packaging.tips, enter your email address, and get your daily email on uh, packaging news and information and useful and helpful things. So that's all I got. We're going to dive into this much overdue episode with the great Corey Connors. All right, everybody. It's another fun and much, uh, I'll call it overdue uh, episode of the People (laughs) of Packaging podcast. Um, I have Corey Connors here, and I'm going to let Corey do a much uh, much better job uh, introducing (laughs) himself. But we've had a lot of fun conversations through various social platforms, and it's awesome that we could connect up here on the podcast and have a conversation. So Corey, welcome to the People of Packaging podcast. Thank you so much, Adam. It's it's my honor to be here. I, I, uh, I look up to you in the packaging space and appreciate this opportunity uh, to be on your platform. Um, my name is Corey Connors. I'm a packaging consultant for Landsberg Aurora. I've been with them for 18 years and I absolutely love talking about sustainable packaging. Uh, so this is it's going to be lots of fun. Awesome. Yeah. And we've had, like, like I said, we've had already had plenty of interactions, plenty of conversations. You, if you're watching the video, I'm wearing my, uh, my, my at corrugated hat, uh, that, that Corey sent me <laughs> and, um, and we'll, we'll certainly dig into one of the greatest, uh, packaging social media handles that, uh, so, so well <laughs> done on that. Um, One of, I hope. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, uh, and and before we get into kind of your history, I thought it's important for everyone to know, um, before we were jumped on to record this, Corey said, well, I just want to add value to your audience. And just so everybody's aware, that's, I mean, I think that that's most people, but some people want to promote themselves or promote something. And um, I can already tell you that is, 
that's not Corey's MO at all. And so I, I've really appreciated following you and being connected with you. And, and I think we have a lot of similarities in that, in that respect. So thanks for bringing your full self to the interview and your empathy and your compassion. So that's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, basics out of the way, where are you from? You know, we know you're a packaging consultant. What the heck does that mean? Uh, what does Landsberg do and how do you help people in the packaging world? How about, let's start with those things. Okay. So I'm from Portland, Oregon, uh, the great Northwest and, um, born and raised here and just absolutely love it. Um, used to the rain. Uh, they say we have web feet. That's true. Uh, I, um, I work for Landsberg. Landsberg is a global packaging company, but almost $4 billion company, but I work for a really small division of that company. So you get the small division feel of, with this huge backing and resources. Uh, in my opinion, it's, it's the best way to go uh, when you work for a company to have a smaller division. Uh, get a What's the name more. of your division? Uh, Landsberg, Portland. Uh, we're oh, out okay. of Wilson, Wilsonville, Oregon. Um, so, but you get to work with me directly. And, and, and so as a packaging consultant, uh, that's a pretty broad term, I know, but I help guide people through the, the process. They, they come to me with a product and they say, how do we package this so it'll sell or so it'll safely arrive to the destination? And as we know, the most sustainable thing to do is to protect the product so it doesn't have to get reshipped again. That's the worst case scenario. Uh, so we want to make sure it's protected and then it sells. Uh, and we, we like to help our customers uh, do both of those things. Okay. And is, are, are, there, are there particular uh, packaging mediums that you, uh, that you work with, or is it all packaging mediums or what, what's kind of, I mean, obviously you have the tag corrugated, so I'm guessing corrugated is part yeah. of it. Well, exactly. I spent my first five years of my career making corrugated boxes at Weyerhaeuser. So I, I grew up in the industry making boxes, and that's how I paid my way through college. Uh, so corrugated is, is my specialty. It's the thing I'm the most knowledgeable about uh, because I actually worked on the machines that make the different boxes. So I can tell you how a box is printed or die cut or folded or run through a flexofolder glue, or you know, I can speak to that because I did it for eight to 10 hours a day. Uh, for five years. <laughs> so, uh, but we as a company work with any material. So you go to a box company, you get a box. You go to a packaging company, you get the right packaging solution. Uh, and that's, in my opinion, the, the right move when you're looking for packaging. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's, is it sort of the, you know, like if you're a hammer, everything's a nail, but yeah. you, you're a lot more, um, call it material agnostic yeah got it yeah we don't uh, as you say discriminate but we we try to guide uh, the right way uh, to make the packaging as sustainable as possible i want to be a part of uh, sustainable packaging uh, projects when possible definitely uh, are you all um are there particular areas of focus is it mostly food and beverage is it health and beauty are there places that you really feel like this is a home run and if i get if i wade into these waters i'm that's i'm not gonna it's not gonna be great 
yeah, we've really uh, done a good job in the food space. Um, but that's, I think the best part of Landsberg is we are diverse. We are able to handle uh, industrial or retail or food or electronics or uh, any kind of packaging. Uh, we have people in our company that are experts there. So I learn something new every day about packaging and I'll be the first to admit, I don't know everything. I don't know anybody who does. Uh, there's so much to know. So it's nice to have thousands of employees that I can call on and say, hey, I don't know about this kind of tape. What do I do? You know, what's the best thing for our customer? Sure. Uh, what is the newest cool thing that you learned where you're like, I did not know this thing? Oh, my gosh. Um, you know, I actually learned it uh, from Avelio. Uh, shredded paper is not recyclable. I didn't know that. You, uh, it, you know, you would think that that's helping the world, right? To make something smaller so it, it, it's going to get pulped or molded uh, again. And that's, we're looking at an end of life of packaging, right? So you want to keep things big until they go through the recycling process. Uh, or, or in my opinion, the best way to, to, to recycle is to reuse mm -hmm. if possible. Yeah, no, I, when, when he had said that, I was similarly, I was like, oh, interesting. It, it kind of reminds me, I used to have a neighbor when I lived in Fort Collins, Colorado, and he did framing of, you know, basements and construction and stuff like that. And he said, um, if, if I would go in and somebody would say, well, it's already partially framed, it was always going to be two times more expensive because I knew I would have to redo it. And right. it's funny they probably thought like, oh, this is going to be really helpful, similar to like, well, you are, we know you have to shred the paper, so I pre-shredded it. And it's like, yeah, yeah but we don't have a way to capture your pre-shredded paper. Um, right. You know, good intentions on sustainable packaging can mm -hmm. lead to a lot of failures. And I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, Very true. So, so you're, you're within the industry, um, you're probably best known for your TikTok videos. Is that fair to say it with industry wide? Um, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Corey gated, uh, is my handle, which like on your baseball hat, which I love. Thank you so much for sporting that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that's something I did honestly, uh, to challenge myself. I wasn't comfortable in front of the camera and, uh, about a year ago, I said, I'm going to do this. And then when COVID hit, I really focused on it. And um, it's been an amazing experience and connected and made some real connections with people on there. Yeah. So, okay. So this is, this became your challenge then to, mm -hmm. to get onto TikTok, but I'll just ask that, like, I have a teenager <laughs> and I have not really like dove head first, like you did into TikTok. Yeah. I've tried to make some videos here and there, but like, what was it about TikTok and packaging that you were like, this is a challenge and I'm going to conquer this challenge. Cause not everybody in our industry, one, two, um, in like, I'm in my forties and I have a teenager. Like, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I got to get onto TikTok. I'm like, please stay off of TikTok. That's what I, <laughs> what I feel like sometimes. That's so, it. Yeah. So where did that come from? Like, why, 
did all of this happen? Was it just a dare? I think it was just like you had a few <laughs> Portland has some great beers. And one day you were like, I'm going to take over TikTok. I, I still don't know any other packaging people who are really on TikTok. Um, but it came from from guys like you and, and uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know, that said, hey, get yourself out there. Do something different. Uh, go add value to your audience in a way that no one else is. And I thought I was I was looking at TikTok. There are thousands, if not tens or hundreds of thousands of people who have started a new business during COVID uh, or just recently um, that don't know what to do with their packaging. And so I thought, okay, I can tell them what I know about packaging to make it easier for them. And that just turned into more videos and more, you know, 750 videos later, I, you know, we've got 48,000 connections and it's incredible. Wow. wow. Um, number one, that's the first time I've ever been mentioned in the same sentence as Gary Vaynerchuk, <laughs> which is. Uh, You've earned it, man. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's awesome. Um, yeah. And 750. You're a real social media leader. Uh, appreciate yeah. that. It's funny because I. So when I was a pastor uh, in, you know, sort of a full-time role, um, I, I was, I, even today, like I'm anti-social media for a lot of the things that social media is done for, you know, like I don't, I don't encourage people to have dialogues about really complex social issues through social media you know, put your statement out there, but don't argue with people because you're using 7% of all available communication tools with human being interaction when you just type words. So people yeah. miss the tonality, they miss the body language, and that's a really big deal. Um, so it's funny that I, similar to you, um, I really dove into LinkedIn. And this was a lot, this was probably three, maybe four years ago. And I just said one day, um, and this was actually before I knew about who Gary Vaynerchuk was. And somebody asked me what I wanted to do. And I said, I want to own the Denver Nuggets. And then they <laughs> laughed. Yeah. And, and, and so like I, I parsed out those steps and I was like, well, I guess I should be the most well-known person on LinkedIn in my industry. That was this silly idea that I had. And then I was just dumb enough to keep going after it, I guess. And then someone said that Gary V had the same thing. And so I started watching his videos and I own two pairs of Gary V shoes. I have one. Exciting. Which ones? <laughs> uh, the um, uh, number five, the K-Swiss five. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I have those as well. Awesome. Uh, Some of the so most comfortable shoes I've ever worn. They're super comfortable. I wear them for work all the time. And people are like, what are those? I'm like, this is my dream is to have somebody come to me and be like, we're going to make some shoes out of recycled packaging. And they're yeah. like, Oh my gosh, I would freak out. Yeah. Um, okay. So you went after it with TikTok, 700 and how many vi videos? 50. Uh, I think so. Something like that. I haven't checked lately. Yeah. So do you have a cadence and a rhythm to, to making the videos? Do you have like time in your calendar where you're like, make a TikTok video? Yeah. I, I like to post at least one video a day, usually two. Um, I found that more than that is unnecessary. But if I have more that I need to say, it's okay. Um, you can't really post too much. Um, you, can, you can post too rarely. Uh, I think that's the problem a lot of people make is they go on TikTok, 
and then they they don't go viral in the first week and they say forget it i'm out of yeah. here you know and it's it took me six months you know before i had a video that really took off um and and that was about an, a, a sustainable alternative to bubble wrap called giami and i did a video how it how it spreads apart and everybody's like what is that oh my gosh i didn't even know that was a thing you know so that's cool. It's, it's, and it's, it's so funny, the similarities and, um, maybe, uh, maybe I'll, I'll take up a, a TikTok challenge or something with you after this and try to, yeah. you know, take whatever it is, 90 days to post once a day on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's because there is something, I think because that our, our dopamine is, is so easy to trigger when it's personal connection. So like, you can go on Instagram and you can go on Facebook and, um, and, and you can post a picture of your family and then, you know, 400 people like it. And you're like, Oh, this social media, your brain is like, social media is the best. And we get all this validation. We get all this dopamine more and more and more. And then they go to LinkedIn and they come up with this great post and it has, nobody says anything about it. Right. And they do another one and nobody says anything. And they're like, LinkedIn is terrible. It's only for job finding. <laughs> and I'm like, it's different though. You it's, there is, like I said, my, you know, you took six months. I was like three years of building and building and building and trying and failing and, you know, making videos and sucking at stuff. And, yeah. and, and it's still, I still feel like there's, you know, I'm at the, the 10% mark on on the platform um and you know like what is this what what does this look like in in terms of the the future so uh, yeah. i'll it's a great point because i've felt that with tiktok as well because i've made some videos and it's like oh i got you know a hundred views right but it's that it's the same thing that it sounds like it's just consistently or consistency absolutely yeah. And I, I didn't even know you could, you could post on LinkedIn in, in, until about a year ago. So I started doing that too. And I, I think that's how you and I connected and, and look, at, look at us now. I mean, now we're doing clubhouse and TikTok, and it, it's so much going on. It's, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's weird because the, it's the same general idea. Uh, there was a, a, actually a guy from your neck of the woods. Um, he was a, he was a pastor up in Seattle and I heard him talking once and he talked about uh, principles, which are closed fisted principles and methods, which are open-handed. You have to be loose with your methodology, but, but resolved, resolved, resolute with your principles and the principle of creativity and consistency. Those are two principles, which are uh, platform and methodology agnostic, like add value, be creative and be consistent. Um, and, and it seems like it doesn't matter what the platform is if you can do that. But if you're like, how do I manipulate the platform in order to quickly cut corners and get what I want? Maybe yeah. some people have ways of doing that and you can go pay them thousands of dollars, but it doesn't seem to work for me. I think once you realize that it's not about you, that you're, if you're not adding value to your audience, they can tell. Uh, if you're not there with, with their best intentions in mind, they know. They, people can read through the BS of the 
super cool Polish guy or or gal, you know, I think it's um, it's, it's obvious, um, you know, when people are in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah, no, no yeah. doubt. And the um, like the trade shows I think about too, where you go to listen to a speaker and the whole trade show is just a long commercial for their products. Right. And you're like, dude, I would have gone to your booth if, yeah. if you want, if I wanted to hear about your products, I came here because, and it feels like a bait and switch. You're like, right. oh, they don't really care about me. They just wanted to get a room full of people so they could prop up their goods. And you know what's like, they probably get orders from it and they go back and they say how great this was, but long-term, I just feel like it's going to, it's going to degrade your personal brand. So I agree. Uh, yeah, it's a it's an awesome point. Well, let's talk about Clubhouse here for a second. Yeah. Um, Best meeting yesterday. This is, yeah, this is new for basically everybody. It's still in beta um, as of this recording. They're still only on iPhones. It's invite only. It sort of feels like this. I don't I don't really know what it is. Um, but I think what's been cool about connecting up with you and Avelio in, in is we all like all three of us bring the same general ideas, which are like, be useful and be consistent and show up. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then you're going to, you're going to create that. Well, and, and be about value creation, not self-promotion. Right. And um, I think in a self-promoting way, we do a great job with that. <laughs> right. I agree. And uh, I don't know just serendipity or what, but the three of us make this, this really good triangle of knowledge um, where, you know, you guys know what I'm, I know, and I know what you know, and we know Avelio knows and it all between the three of us, we can usually answer a question and provide some value. So it's, it's been a great team. Yeah. I mean, so, so when you think about it, you know, you work for a packaging consulting, uh, you know, company and Avelio is a packaging designer. And then I work for a packaging manufacturer and there are some, you know, I think there's some engineers. It would be awesome to get like, a. um, uh, there's a gal named Camille Corchism who's awesome. Yeah. It'd be great to get some more engine, like an engineer on there, because I think that maybe um, there are some there are some like technical things that could be useful that I don't think any of us have. But I agree, it's um, it's a it's a great um, it's it's been awesome. Like I don't spend like you know forty hours a week on Clubhouse by any stretch of the imagination. I know there are people who do. But the time that I'm on there and the time that I'm engaged, even either as a listener or as a speaker mm-hmm. has been super valuable. Like the good, the good things about social media, I think have been unearthed in that where it's live human conversation and there's yeah. room for positive tension. And great. Uh, that's a great way to put it. Positive tension. People are, are, seeing things from their point of view they've got their perspective they've got their experience uh even today um you know avelio we, we were talking about plastic maybe plastic is okay sometimes and uh, uh you know some of the other guys in the room who are plastics people 
they're like, yes, it is. I promise. You know, uh, it's 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 sustainable when used properly and when uh, recyclable and um, you know, when if paper's not always going to work as much as we want it to. So how do we use plastic appropriately and use the right kind of plastic that will get recycled or uh, reused again? Yeah, no doubt. That was, uh, that was, it was awesome to hear him say what is such a positive thing where he was like, I talked with somebody in the industry. We had a very intense conversation and I left uh, persuaded and open-minded, I'm like, why this, this, sh I mean, forget packaging. Like you look at so many facets of life, you know, expanding your knowledge base, having a diverse uh, set of people that you're interacting with from uh, background, ethnicity, beliefs, um, you know, all the, the whole spectrum of humanity and being able to tap into those together collectively as a community it, it, this is not a this is not a divisive topic at all that would or maybe a divisive idea but when we do that together we come up with better solutions yeah um absolutely 100 percent. we must collaborate for solutions we must yeah so uh, all right we're coming up here on the end and time i knew i already knew it i knew it was just gonna fly by <laughs> Um, and it's been, it's been awesome. So I want to ask you a question that I don't believe we've asked on the podcast yet. And I want to ask it because like, as you and I were discussing beforehand, I'll get asked from other companies, like, Hey, can you come in and talk to our people about LinkedIn? Can you talk about your podcast? And I'm like, it's great. Like, I love talking about it, but there are that's like this much of who I am and what I am passionate about. Yeah. And there's this whole other side of me, even like professionally, not talking yeah. about like pastorally and, you know, like I've, I've written and recorded hip hop songs on iTunes. Like there's a lot of, <laughs> I didn't know that. That's awesome. It's true. Uh, I'm actually working on a, and I can't get too much into it, but I'm working on uh, like an, an EP with a friend of mine and I'm awesome. super pumped about it. <laughs> so, but like nobody ever asked me to talk about that. Cause I'm not, that's not anything that I'm, nor should I be known for it. I'm not that great, no. but it's just a, it's a, it's an outlet for creativity. So, um, so similarly with you, it's like, oh, it's Corey, the TikTok guy. And yeah. so I want to give you an opportunity to, to say like beyond, like beyond sustainable packaging on clubhouse and yeah. corrugated on TikTok and <laughs> LinkedIn, yeah. within your professional job, like what's a thing that you just love talking about that maybe people wouldn't know that you just love talking about it. Cause you don't get around to it all that often. Oh man. I love, I, this might sound really nerdy, but I love talking about right size packaging. So many people are not doing it right. And they are, it's all about what's the void fill? What's the void fill? Stop filling the void. If there wasn't a void, you wouldn't have to fill it. Let's buy boxes that are the right size for your product. And, and it's, a, it's a frustration, um, but it's also a driving factor to make me better at what I do. That's awesome. I love, I love that you're passionate about getting rid of void fill and right size packaging because 
that's that's something that not a lot of people share in the passion but you're right it's like what the heck are you doing like why wouldn't you? and i get i get i'll, I'll be honest because i've I've worked in the corrugated industry before. I know about this much of it. I understand why people want to buy a stock box and then pack it full of a bunch of void fill because it's easy and it's quick and all that stuff. But I love that it's a passion of yours that you're just like, no, I wish you wouldn't do this. People are banging their heads against the wall, figuring out what kind of void fill to use when they could eliminate it altogether. And that it's such a simple thing. Um, that was one of my viral videos on TikTok. I did a review of this uh, packaging that uh, had was full of peanuts, and I was like, "What do you? What do you stop? You don't. This is a. This isn't a even. This product doesn't even need cushioning. Why are we filling the box with peanuts? We're wasting it. We're 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 wasting money. We're wasting materials. Stop it. Well, it's biodegradable. So, so what? You don't need it. You know, it's such a simple. We're looking at it wrong, uh, so I, I love to I love to to stop focusing on one thing and 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 look at it differently. Yeah, no doubt. Like uh, you know, fix find, fix fix the right problem. Um, throwing solutions at the wrong problem, though it might solve. If the problem is how does this get from point A to point B to point C, that might solve that problem. However, you're asking the wrong questions. It's not how does it get there in a way that I know it's going to get there. It's how do you get it there in an efficient and effective way while minimizing costs and minimizing materials, right? I mean, seems, yeah. it seems like everybody should be asking that. Uh, yeah. But I, and it's been uh, 11 years since I've worked in the corrugated void fill world. So yeah. I would not be an expert on that at all. But I could totally see that where it's just like, what are you doing? I had a customer that uses pallets and pallets of void fill every month. And they came to me for a cost savings. And I said, do you, uh, well, first of all, our price is as low as it can be. Uh, we've negotiated it as far as down as it possibly can go. I'll get fired if I lower any more. Do you want to save money on your void fill? Use less. And I'm going to come in and I'm going to show you how to use less. And they said, oh, okay, great. And we've, we've lowered their usage by 30%. You know, that talk about a huge savings that now that's a savings. Yep. Uh, use less material. Yeah, no doubt. Um, okay. So last, so I said that would be my, maybe I didn't say that was the last question, yeah. but um, so what's one thing that you wish, and you kind of gave me a little bit of an anecdotal story about this before, yeah. Um, what's one thing that you wish people could see? Like I, I, it, it, at, at Fortis where I work, I almost wish that like all of the salespeople saw my LinkedIn inbox and I'd be like, I don't know why you're not doing this. This is what, these are the people that I get to work with. These are the folks who reach out to me from big. I mean, I'm talking like the largest companies in the globe. It's yeah. unbelievable. Um, that we, we're not always the right, the best solution for them. That's why it's not like, you know, but what, but you're going to guide them to the right place. Yeah, exactly. What's something, or maybe just a story that, you know, that you, that you could share for other people in our industry that are like, I don't know if I want to get into all the social media stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, like maybe just share a quick story and then, and then we'll wrap the whole thing up. 
I think I have a few, um, um, but it usually comes down to geography. Um, I get I get connections um, from people on LinkedIn or Clubhouse or TikTok that are all over the world. And uh, I just had a conversation with someone in Eastern Canada. You know, I'm in the Northwest. Uh, I would never have met her. And she's an amazing person. She's a sustainability uh, expert for her company and wanted to replace polybags. So uh, we, we figured out a way to replace a million polybags a year by switching to paper bags. And she is thrilled. The brand is gonna be happy, but think about that times a hundred, right? So imagine the, the tonnage of materials that we're taking out of the in, environment or the world that just doesn't need to be made because we're gonna do the right kind of packaging. Interesting. Yeah, that's, it, it's so true. And it's crazy that, you know, that these, these kinds of connections, like the power of that network yeah. and when it's combined with, with good intentions combined with good knowledge yeah. and then leading to really positive results and then scaled up yeah. is, is, is really, really impactful and quite frankly, totally needed. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it's funny because like I'll have, I had somebody ask me the other day, uh, do you uh, do you know the compostability laws in New Zealand? What the heck? <laughs> but you know what I realized because of LinkedIn, I was like, wait, Nikki Withington is in New Zealand and she's a sustainable <laughs> packaging person. I can connect these two people up because they really needed to know what are yep. the composting laws of New Zealand. And so there's just, oh man, there's so much, there's so much power there. Um, One of my favorite and, things to connect people like that. I agree. Yeah, Totally. Well, outside of, so at Corrugated on TikTok, uh, yeah. they can find you on LinkedIn. Yeah. You can find us on Clubhouse. Any, what other um, ways, you know, if somebody's like, oh my gosh, I need to work with Corey, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? Um, email uh, uh, or a phone call. So my email is corey.connors at landsberg.com. And there's no E's in there. Uh, so C-O-R-Y dot C-O-N-N-O-R-S at Landsberg.com. Um, or like you said, LinkedIn, uh, TikTok at Corrugated. Uh, I did want to mention uh, my charity I work with, Candle Lighters for Children with Cancer. Uh, if, if anyone's looking to support um, families affected by pediatric cancer, we sure would use, could use your help uh, and appreciate any donations in kind or financial. Awesome. Why don't we do this? Uh, because I have all, I have the power to to do this. So, um, for people looking to support the podcast and also to support the nonprofit, what we'll do is from the time that this launches for thirty days, um, yeah. any download that we get uh, on the ebook, which is at peoplewithpackaging.com, yeah. uh, we'll go ahead and donate a dollar to your organization and, uh, and thank you support it that way. So that would be, thank you, sir. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I love combining social good with, with commerce and business is, is a really powerful, I'm on three nonprofit boards. So I, it's a, a passion of mine. <laughs> we sure keep busy, don't we? <laughs> indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Well, Corey, this has been great. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the podcast and thank I'm sure, are. I hope it's the first of, many, many, many more interactions that we have. Me too. Thank you so much.